Welcome to the 58th episode of the Breakdown Podcast. I'm your host, like always, here every day, single day. It's 4 1 p.m. on a Friday. Josh Wissy on Instagram at Josh underscore Wissy and on Twitch at Josh Wiss. Josh Wiss underscore. Yes, that is it. Uh, put a lot of games there. Me and Jackson have a good time. Brandon sometimes on there. Uh, even Antonio, when he, cause he doesn't show up to that, he shows up. He doesn't show up to this, he shows up to that. Uh, that's his motto, I guess, now. And that's what we're, we're letting him roll with. Because he won't answer me if he wants to come here or not. So, last, like always, Jackson Klein. What's up, guys? Find me on Instagram at Jackson underscore Klein. To my right, wearing White Vineyard Vine. Jackson was wearing Villanova today. But White Vineyard Vine. What's with the white? You went white last episode of White again here? Two, like, fancier. Where, where? Oh, two, like, yeah. fancier I shirts. <laughs> I don't know. It's Brian Ferlanti. Hello, everyone. You can find me on Instagram at underscore brand for Lanty underscore. Okay, so picks, obviously, not that many. Uh, one, we have one NCAA basketball. Uh, they got another game up on me because I lost Stanford Oregon game. The only game that I was different, we were all different from. You guys were consensus. You just trying to brought, rug, hug the league, you two. But there's like five for Saturday. No lines are up, so we'll just have to go as the show goes on. We'll have to just pick them. Um, and then we got three CDL, everyone's favorite, three NBA, trivia, and then our breakdown debate. I'm the judge. Me and Bramble Thug wins in that. Jackson's hopefully getting his first win. Maybe he could become the judge. But that's how it's going to go there. Um, yeah, so that's the that's the schedule we got right now. We're going to start. We got one NCAA for Friday. Records 52-64 and 64 for me, uh, which is better than what it was. Brand, Jackson's 57-59. you right there. We were bad. We came a little back here. Uh, Brand's 58 in the lead. Never would have guessed that. I'm going to be honest. Uh, that Brand would be in the lead with like 10 days left. Something like that. It's going to come down to the end. Probably sure. like 20, 25 picks left. Maybe less. Uh, I know there's three on the last day. There's three on the last day. The last day is the 7th, I believe. Yeah, but week before selection, Sunday. And there's three picks on that day, so we'll have to find out. Maybe one gets canceled, but we'll have to find out what we want to do here. We got one game for a Friday. It's two teams that are like first four out, I think, are really close to the bubble. So it's a big game. Uh, Richmond won the first one, but it's Richmond 13-5 at St. Louis. It was 11-5. St. Louis minus 4.5 at 7 p.m. ESPN 2. Uh, I guess I'll go first. I guess we're just going record order here since... That's the only game we're picking right now at the moment. So I'm going to take Richmond again, plus four and a half. I, I like this Richmond team. Uh, they Remember when they upset Kentucky so early in the ranked, everyone's hyped. I feel bad for this Richmond team. I feel like they're always on the bubble, always first four out every single year. Uh, they're easy to remember because of the Spider logo. But I'm going to take them to beat St. Louis. They beat them. They were missing a guy, and they beat them by two points or whatever it was last time. So I'm going to take Richmond uh, this time. Yeah, Richmond, that upset loss was very good. Sadly, that loss may not count for a quad one if Kentucky keeps dropping. But I think St. Louis could come back here. I, I, I got them to cover the four and a half. This is big games, big conference games going into the tournament very soon. And I love the revenge spot at home. It, for, it fits perfectly into this. St. Louis should be seeking out for blood and got, and I think they got us. Yeah, I'm taking St. Louis too. They're, they lost their last two. Uh, they're home here. I think that if they want a shot in the tournament, they got to keep winning here. Uh, they got to beat Richmond. I don't think Richmond's going to beat them twice. Four and a half. So it's kind of a lot for two evenly matched teams, but I'm taking St. Louis. 
Dude, you guys have some kind of pact going on. No, this fit. This actually fit perfectly into my. I almost always will take a comeback at home when they lost the first. That's just me, at least. I'm shocked, honestly. But we'll have to see why you guys are still consensus here. I got nothing for a Saturday. I don't think. No, uh, I got nothing. So where's at the pass? We're family me after the NBA picks. Okay. I'll keep checking all the time. And yeah, then after trivia, relook again, and then we'll have to see uh, how yeah. we go there. Moving to the CDL. So interesting. Me ran up 17, so we're still tied. We were tied before, we're tied still. And so four points up. Were you four points up last time? You were two points up. Now you're three points up. Uh, and it's Jackson Klein. So he has 20. Me ran up 17. You picked two wins, and then the map count. We have three picks today. Uh, two for five because we already have these Royvins that's playing now. Uh, we that's not added to this uh, rankings updated rankings right now. There's a long way to play. This goes all the way to August, so don't forget about that. But 4:30 p.m. today. It's in 24 minutes. Toronto Ultra Methods Cami, uh, Bance, and Kleenex, who's one of my favorite players, versus Paris. Paris got off a win. Three against Florida. Florida. Big win of fire. Aqua, Scraps, and Classic. Classic is the fourth one. I always forgot. This is actually a good player uh, to forget. So I'm sorry, Classic. But, Jackson, let's start with you. I got Toronto 3-1. They had two tough draws, Phase and Optic. That's just tough. But they're going to be ready here for a way lesser opponent. Paris did get a 3-0 in Seattle, so I think they could steal a map here. But I got Toronto winning 3-1. I'm going to go Paris here, 3-1. I really like Paris. I picked them last time when they had the upset. I'm going to go with them again here. Charles Croft two losses, and uh, Paris is coming off a win, and I just think it's going to take Ultra a second to get back in it, like get back in their move. Uh, so I'm going to take Toronto Ultra 3-2. Uh, I'm going to take it going to the SND because Paris looks surprising uh, in their last game. So I'm going to take a 3-2 Ultra clean it out. They take the SND and they win it. Okay, 6 p.m. Dallas Empire has been not great. Uh, not Dallas Empire-like here. What uh, defending champs in Crim Six, Shotzi, Illy, and Hook? Who, Shotzi and Hook are maybe top two, top both are top eight players in the game. Uh, first subliners, their old teammate Clayster was on the world championship team last year. It was five five last year. It's four four this year. It's of course Clayster, Diamond Con, a Sim, and Mac. Uh, you just told me that subliners won their last game. They beat Rocker. That's a big upset win. Three uh, zero, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It's a big upset win here. Jackson, what do you got? I got Empire 3-2. I think New York will be very much alive. They 3 0 Minnesota, 3 0 London earlier. I just think Empire will keep it together at the end as they're more experienced in that way. But I got 3-2 Empire. I'm going to go 3-1 Empire here. Uh, they got to start playing better. I think New York is a team to do it against. This is a very important game for the Empire. Just because of Clayster, uh, that whole thing. Thing that he was on the team got dropped. I think there's good blood there, definitely. They won a championship together, world championship together. So there's no bad blood there. Uh, Crim6 and Clayster were second and third on esports earnings last year. Total esports earnings last year. Um, it's going to be a tough one, I think, for both teams. I think because Empire's been struggling and subliners, I just don't think they have what it takes. And I think Empire has the ability to just wake up and be better. Uh, I think Ilya and Crimsix are two overrated players on this team. Uh, especially Ilya. I don't I don't I don't think I almost think Ilya should have been the one that got dropped and Clayster should have stayed on this team. 
Uh, that's just my hot take here. But I'm going to take Dallas to win 3-1. I'm going to ride with Brandon. Maybe they get a map. I wouldn't be surprised if it's 3-0 Empire, but I, I'm taking 3-1. I don't think New York should be able to double up what they did. Uh, I'm thinking it's more of a Minnesota collapse. That's why it happened the other day. Saturday, 3 p.m., we got Paris again. Uh, phase, obviously, Arsides, Selium, Simp, and Abizi. Probably the best team in the league. Uh, going against Paris again. Same team. Scraps, Aqua, Classic, and Fire. Jackson, what we got? I got a 3-1 phase win. I think Paris, they got that 3-0 on Florida. That'll give them some confidence. I think they could take a map, but phase is phase, and they should win this one 3-1. Yeah, I don't think I can ride... Paris here. I'm going to take phase 3-0. I predict Paris to win the uh, match before this. I don't see him winning three in a row, so I'm taking phase. Here's the thing. I think Paris, you know, cough a win. They're going to come here and they're going to lose to Toronto, and I think that's just going to lose their confidence. It's not going to be there. You're probably going up against the most confident team in the CDL, the most gun-slinging, uh, gun-rushing team in the CDL, so I'm going to take Phase 3-0. I think it's going to be like a repeat optic match from the beginning of the year. I just don't think Paris is going to have any um, confidence. Although, Scum said that when they play Paris and Scrims, they're one of the more competitive teams, that they have real potential uh, to be good. Scraps usually is a top 16 player in the league, uh, especially 4v4, so we'll see what happens as it goes on. That's going to do for CDL. We're going to move to the NBA. We have three picks in the NBA. Uh... Sorry if you're my thing. I actually went to Instagram Reels. Not an accident there. Uh, I mean, we got two prime time and one extra pick. Records, they caught up to me a little bit here. Brands 49-48. Jackson 50-47. And, and I'm in first at 50-46-1. So, very, very close here. First prime time is 7-30 on ESPN. It's the Pacers who are 15-15 at the Celtics who are 15-17. Boston's minus 2.5. Uh, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna take the Pacers here plus two and a half. I think it's a good spot to take them. In Boston is not the same Boston team we've seen in the past. Jason Tatum has to do it all. Jalen Brown's a good player, but you really don't know what you're gonna get from Kemba Walker. He's on and off one day. I think that Indiana's a more consistent team, so I'm gonna take them. Yeah, I just can't take the Celtics team right now. It's very weird what's happening, and it's not up to their standards at all, and people are very much mad at Boston. I think Indiana will go in there, and they could probably win this game as just Boston's not in the right mindset right now. I got the Pacers to cover plus 2.5. All right, well, let me talk to you all for a minute. Uh, let me remind you to like three weeks ago. When I was so high on the Pacers prime time against the Bucks, I was like, they're going to win this game. They got killed. Then we had them against the Warriors for prime time. And I said, they're not good on prime time. They lost that game too. So another prime time for the Pacers. Back to back time, time, prime time for the Pacers. I got the Celtics minus two and a half to win and a cover at home. I think this is a great spot to swap here get another game hopefully or maybe you have jackson take the lead we'll see i think this is a boston cover for boston second prime time trailblazers 18 and 13 at the lakers 22 and 11 lakers minus five espn i'll start this one i'm taking the trailblazers i should have wore dame jersey i didn't sorry guys uh trailblazers plus five i just gotta ride this train that the the lakers aren't playing well and they're not. And the, the Blazers are playing great, 18-13. They were, I think, under 500 at one point. So 
I'm taking the Blazers plus the five. I'm going to take the Lakers here, actually, here, minus five. Dennis Schroeder's probable for this game. I think that he's a big part of their offense, like Jackson mentioned the other day on what they do. It's going to be a big uh, uh, game for him, I'm pretty sure, back. And I Portland's defense is kind of on, on and off, and I think a Lakers team who needs to find a win here is going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to take the Lakers here also because, yes, you did mention Portland has been very good, but they're now on a three-game losing streak against some tough teams. When you look at these two teams, which team do I think could bounce back at a better rate? I think the Lakers should be able to find out. I think they could do it right here. This is going to be a very scrappy game, but I think the Lakers, being the Lakers, could pull it out at the end. I got them to cover. Okay. Can we stop with the joke? You guys consensus again here. I just can't trust Portland. They just lost three straight. And that's a scary one because you're a lot, you guys were like, especially you, were, were fading Lakers every time, and now you're taking the Lakers. Because both teams are on the same trend right now. I could trust the Lakers more to bounce back on that trend. Um, um, wow. Okay, this could be two big games here for me. We're going to go pick an extra game. Brandon's going to go first. Jackson's going to go second. I'll go last here. So take it away. I'm going to take my second favorite team on the podcast, the Charlotte Hornets, plus six against the Warriors. Hornets are playing really good. I think that they're one of the most underrated teams in the East. They have really a lot of young talent here, the Warriors. You also know what they're going to get from them. On and off days, Curry's going to play good one day. He's going to shoot bad one game. I have the Hornets here covering six. I have the Clippers to cover seven and a half against the Grizzlies. Last night, Clippers got obliterated. They lost by 28 points to the Grizzlies. That is not how the Clippers play. I think they should be bouncing back. And like I said earlier, in a different game, the Clippers should be looking for blood. And I don't think this game is going to be close at the end. Master game is going to be the Kings 12 and 20. They're at the Pistons with 9 and 23. Pistons have a 23, 53% chance to win this game. I don't know how. It's the Pistons. I get the Kings are struggling a little bit, but it's the freaking Pistons. Sagan's minus 2.5. Uh, they were minus 1.5 earlier this morning. I'm taking the Kings to cover 2.5. Uh, I'll probably make it official play and bring it down to 1.5. But I'm doing the Kings. This is my extra play today here. Uh, before we have trivia match, Jackson, we got lines. For any of the games tomorrow. Nah. Even the ones at 2, 3? Nothing at all. Because we do have games. I'm going to call them out right here. We have... My Saturday wants to load. Uh, We have Michigan, Indiana. Texas, Texas Tech. Um, Gotta scroll. Illinois, Wisconsin. LSU, Arkansas. And... Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Nothing. Uh, and even Florida State, North Carolina at four. I don't even know if we... And, well, I guess we'll save those. So just Oklahoma State, Oklahoma down. We would have to pick here because we have a show at 3.30. So Yeah, I'll keep checking, but yeah, nothing right now. Okay, nothing right now. So we're going to have to hold on that. Remove the trivia, and then we'll see, and then we'll go to the breakdown. And then maybe at the end of the show, we might have to do it. We'll find out. All right, so trivia is top five goals per game. That's the NHL. Top five goals per game. It's not MLS. It's the NHL. Top five goals per game. Uh, wins here. Brandon's 25. I have 20. I'm within 5. I was within 6 usually. Within 5. Jackson's 12. Jackson's time's coming up here. He's your one last one. If you can string together this one and then go into March uh, with some uh, what's the momentum. Yeah. Jackson could be a scary force. But we're going to find out here. Close for game. I'm going to guess Brandon wins this one or Jackson. I don't think I know this. But usually when I say that I win sometimes. So I'm playing a little mind game here. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. 
Interesting, right? Yeah, this is interesting. Brand that probably has it done already? Uh, one more. Okay, one more. He's there pretty much. Uh, all you're doing is please go follow TikTok at the Breakdown Podcast. And the Instagram, that's a big one. The Instagram at the underscore Breakdown Podcast. We post our pics there, so it's a big one. Uh, and of course, subscribe, drop a review. It helps us so much. I got two, I got one written in as of now. I got three. I need one more now. Alright, I'm done. Yeah, that's sleeper. I just pulled them out of I just put them five teams I think are high scoring and put them in random yeah, order. I'm done also. Jackson go first here because he has the lowest man at twelve. I'll go second. Brandon's gonna go third. because uh, he's last, because he has the most. So I'm gonna catch him one day. Uh go ahead, Jackson. Number one, I got the Oilers. Number two, I got the Maple Leafs. Number three, I got the Panthers. Number four, I got the Lightning, and number five, I got the Blackhawks. Okay. My list here. Let me flip over my page. Number one, five. Number five. I got Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, I don't. You have them on your list. I put my five. Four. I put the Canadians. Surprised you didn't have them on. Canadians. Uh, number three. I put the Bruins. Just because they're they're doing well, so maybe they've been scoring. Two. I got the the ML, the Maple Leafs. Same as Jackson. Number two. And then number one. I put the Oilers as well. Same as Jackson. Number one. I'm just curious to see what Brian has. Uh, number one, I have the Bruins. Number two, the Maple Leafs. Number three, the Oilers. Number four, the Jets. And number five, the Hurricanes. Okay. Hurricane. Okay. I feel like they were a little. They got to a slow start. I feel like. So this is goals per game, correct? Yes. NHL goals per game by twenty twenty one, not Kahoot. Uh. Okay, don't look at the rest, Josh. Okay, it's literally impossible for me not to look at the rest. Okay. Eh, I'm trying not to look at it. Okay, uh, I got five here. Uh, Starting yeah. at number five. It's going to be the Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers, okay. Goals per game is a 3.44. Philadelphia Flyers. No one had that on the list, correct? No. Okay, so still anybody's game here. Number four. At a goals per game at 3.52, it's going to be the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm. So at fourth, we're all going to get one point because you all have them on the list. You get two points if you have them in the right spot. Uh, that's a big key point there. Someone's calling me. Uh, number three, score of 3.53 goals per game. It's going to be the Winnipeg Jets. <sighs> So Brandon has that on the list. He gets plus one. We might have a three-way tie. Oh. I don't know what's going to happen if that happens. Because you have two points. Mm-hmm. Me and Jackson have one, right? There's two spots left. I don't know if you have them on your list here. Number two, at 3.56, is going to be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. So me and Jackson are going to get a point. Uh, so we're each going to have two, correct? We all have two. And who do you have first? The Bruins. Okay, me and Jackson have the Oilers. Yeah, so if it's the Oilers, we got two. Eight. Number one at 3.59 is going to be the Edmonton Oilers. So, so me and Jackson are going to tie uh, here. I'm going to ask Brandon to look at the six. I did not look at it. All right. Wait, so what were the other two? Oilers, Maple Leafs, Lightning. What else? Just so I don't repeat. All right. uh, Oilers, Maple Leafs, Lightning, Jets, and what's the last one on the top five? Flyers, Flyers, Flyers. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna let you because you had landing four out of five, so I'm gonna let you pick first here. You ready? Me? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I right, I got the Panthers. 
I'll take the Bruins. No. Alright, so it's my pick? Yeah. Alright, I'll take I'll take the Canes. The Hurricanes? No. The Canadians. <laughs> I'll take the Blackhawks. Josh won. Yes! Oh, the Hurricanes? Can- Canadians. Canadians. Oh, Canadians. Okay. The Canes and the Hurricanes, though. So I was like, what are you no, like, I've seen people call the Canadians Canes, too. The Hurricanes literally have Canes on no, their No, don't they call the Canadians, like, the... The, the Habs. The Habs. Why? The Habs. Why? I don't know. It's weird. I think it's something to do with their with their mascot and stuff. Okay. Well, that's going to be a 21st win for me. I'm in a slump, man. Uh, Brandon's yeah. in a slump. I'm four behind him now. I have 25. Jackson, you have... 12. 12. Okay. So, I win. We're moving on to the debate. I'm going to ask Jackson more time. Nothing. Nothing. So, we'll see you after the game here. I'm the judge for today because me and Brandon have a win. Uh, I said I was just going to have fire random questions, but I actually watched it. Since I'm Mr. Consen- uh, not consensus. Mr. Consistent. Uh, that's I preach consistency, whether we play video games or just sports in general. Um, I said, let's do the top five most consistent players. No. Most consistent player in the last five years in each sports league. In the They're four major tell sports. Me. So Brent has a win. I'm gonna allow him to go first. He's gonna pick whatever sports league they we have to do first. He's gonna say his person first, and then Jackson gonna say his, and then Jackson gonna go first to the second and third. Then Brent. Well, I thought I get to pick which one I want to do. Yeah, you pick which one you do, and the player right. for right now. He has to then. No, I thought I can. He could pick to go, go first and four, yeah, two first two and three. Who do you want though? I'm going two and three. Oh, you're going two and three. So Jackson, you're gonna have first pick. And whichever one you want, and the player, then Brandon has to answer that player for that sports league. Okay. Then Brandon will go second and third. He'll have to do those two sports leagues. And then Jackson will go last first here. Um, it's going to be a point system. I'm the judge. Brandon has a sheet of paper, which kind of scares me, man. Yeah, Brandon, I'm not, it seems like I may not have Brandon claims he did a lot of research. I did. Uh, so it would be sad if he lost. That's all I'm going to say. Seems like I'm a little unprepared here, but. Sometimes if you could overthink it, Jack, me and uh-huh. Jackson would know that. So, uh, oh yeah, for sure. Right. Sometimes you can overthink it. If you were smart, you would pick the NBA first. Nah, NBA. I have two great options. I'm gonna. Are we ready? Yeah. Well, let me know what you want to do first here. Right, I'm doing the NFL first. Okay. The NFL. Gotcha. What's your la- most consi- consistent player in the last five years? Who we got? My most consistent player is Aaron Donald. Okay. Seems like Brand's happy about that. Okay. So, uh, can I just hear his play first and we'll come back? Yeah, I'm curious. Go ahead. Let's hear. Uh, mine is Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Let me know Jackson, you go ahead here. All right. So, Aaron Donald from 2017, 18, and 19 was Defensive Player of the Year. We know that. From 2016 on to now, he's been first team All Pro. He's been Pro Ball. He's had sack leaders in this time. We just came off of a year where we thought it wasn't so great. Yeah, that it wasn't so great was better than other usuals. He's consistent. He hasn't gone through many injuries, and if he did, like he did this past season, he played through it. He didn't do so great, but he's never had that issue very much before. He led the league in sacks in 2018, like I said before, and he gets 11 above in first position. That's great. He's led the league twice in these five seasons in tackle for losses. He's led them in many different categories. And all of his stats are usually not so great or better than others. He has created a high standard that not many other players can do so also. That is my pick for most consistent player. Okay. I'm a big Aaron Donald fan, so that's a great pick. I did not think anyone was going to pick him. Uh, I thought for sure we would hear Tom Brady's name. But 
We did it. I'm gonna ask Brandon now to talk about Elliot. All right. So I think this was a pretty easy one when I heard consistent player. When you think of consistent player, especially on offense, Ezekiel Elliott. 2016, he came into the league. He led the league in rushing as a rookie. He made first team All Pro. He had 1,600 yards as a rookie. 15 touchdowns. He made a Pro Bowl. He led the league in yards per game at 108. Patterson his rookie year alone. 2017, he came down a little bit. He had 10, he, 10 games played that year. Remember, he got suspended for some BS yeah. thing he didn't do. He had still had 983 yards in 10 games played. He also led the league then still in yards per game at 98. 2018, when they made the playoffs, you go back, he led the league in rushing again at 1,400 yards. He went to the Pro Bowl that year, and he led the NFL in uh, yards, per car- uh, yards per game again at 95.6. 2019, he had 1,300 yards. Of course, Derrick Henry had a monster year that year. He didn't win it. He made the Pro Bowl then. All these years that I've said, he's also led the league in yards per attempt at around, if you average them all out, 4.9. That's that's like five yards. That's basically every two yards, runs two carries, he gets as a first down. This past year, 2020, we all know the story. They had a horrible offensive line. He's, and this is a down, everyone's saying he is done. He finished top 10 in the league in rushing at 979 yards. He injured O-line. He himself was injured. They had no defense, so they had to, they got away from the run game a lot of bit, a little bit. Same kind of thing with Aaron Donald. They were both injured this year. They both had stats like they weren't that. Usually standards are higher. Ezekiel Elliott in a position that's kind of fading from the NFL, having consistency there is key. I know he's a little bit overpaid for running back position, but I just think when you – Get, when you think of consistency on offense, you got to go with Zuccarello here. He just puts up numbers on numbers on numbers. That's my pitch for Zuccarello. Okay. Does anyone got anything to comment about each other? The only thing that's wrong with running backs, I feel like they're dependent on other things. I know defensive linemen usually need another, but Aaron Donald is that other. He gets double, triple teamed, and you see what he does. That's what i got to say. I feel like running backs are just a bit sketchy sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they can be sketchy, but doesn't really matter. The it consist. This is not like the most valuable player of the team. It's consistency and Ezekiel Elliott, a thousand yards basically every year he's been in the league is really consistent to me. Pro Bowl for the first five years. I mean that's crazy. Anything to say about Aaron Donald? I mean, I, no, he's a great player. I obviously consistency. Okay. It's just yeah. All right, so player. I'm gonna I give Jackson two points. Round one, I think Aaron Donald's the clean pick, the right pick. Uh, I guess that goes with going first. You know, you got first pick here. I would have gave Brandon zero if he would have went harder on him for last year. Like how he was tenth. That's like kind of not great. He fumbled a lot. If he would have like brought up those things, oh, yeah. I would have given Brandon zero points. But since you didn't say any of that, uh, I'm gonna give Brandon one point. I'm gonna give Jackson two points. I really think Aaron Donald might be the best pick because yes, he had a off kind of off year but he was still second in sacks yeah that still, off year was like, still great Zeke had an off year but he was 10th so you know you see, no he wasn't 10th he was just top 10 it's top 10 I don't know so why he was it's a little different there okay so Brandon can go first now for the next two here I'm um, curious to see what sport he wants to play alright I'm starting this off with MLB here okay Major League Baseball uh, who is the pick do uh, you want me to say my guy and then Jackson will say his yeah alright uh, mine's Mookie Betts okay oh okay Jackson I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Max Scherzer. Okay. I want to leave out Mike Trout here. Okay. Since that's pretty. Uh, Mike Trout wasn't even on my list. I, I, it's curious about Max Scherzer over Jacob Degrom. Yeah. I'm curious there. Okay. Uh, Brandon, I'll let you talk first here. Go ahead. All right. Before everyone knows Mookie Betts, he's probably the second best outfielder in the whole league behind Mike Trout. Uh, 2016. 
Let me bring in this up. He had 122 runs, 214 hits. He batted 318. He was an all-star. He finished second in the MVP voting. He also won a gold glove and a silver slugger there. 2017, he had 101 runs, 166 hits. He batted 264, a little bit of a down year. But he made all, he was an all-star that, uh, all, as well. He was sixth in the MVP voting. He won a gold glove again. 2018, a monster season for him. 129 runs, 118 hits. 346 he batted. He won the All-Star. He won the MVP, a gold glove, a silver slugger. And he won the World Series with the Boston Red Sox. 2019, 135 runs, 176 hits. 295, again, the average is there. 300 average for a player like that. It's pretty good. He was an All-Star again. He finished 8th MVP, but he also won a gold glove and a silver slugger again. So the, first, the last three years, he's won at least a gold glove. 2020 was last year, of course. Uh, everyone had a weird year. 47 hits, 47 runs, 64 hits. Two, he batted 292. He finished second MVP voting. Again, he won a gold glove and a silver slugger, and he was a World Series champ. I just think when you think of consistency, his average is always there. He's a great defender, probably a top three defender all around, including infielders, too. He has a one-of-a-kind arm. He does it at the plate. He's never inconsistent hitter. He always hits for average, not really power. He's not. He can hit power or average. Situational hitter, he can steal bases, he's speedy, he can do it all for you on the baseball field. All right, good pick, good pick. Uh, I really thought we would have heard Trout and DeGrom. We're hearing Betts and Scherzer. It's a little interesting here. Uh, I'm going to give it to Jackson, see what he says about Scherzer, because there's definite, definite things you can talk about here. So. All right, so Scherzer, from looking from where we start from 2016, the past five years, from 2016 2019, he's been all-star every year. Uh, Cy Young, 2016 and 17, that's a very prestigious award. He won in wins from 16 and 18 strikeout leader 16 and 18 also those were his very dominant years now i think the most important stat for a pitcher is your whip your walks hit per inning pitched from 2016 17 18 he led the league in all three of these categories in that category three years straight then in 17 and 18 hits per nine per nine innings led it then you look in strikeouts per walk ratio is top notch even in 2019 and 20, with tough year in 2020, he still was pretty good. He did fall off a little bit, but 2019, he was still himself. himself. He didn't lead the league in any category, but he still helped his team out tremendously. But you look from 2016 to 20, he was the most one of the most dominant pitchers in this five-year span. Anything to add? Anything to comment on each other? No. No. Uh, nothing to bash the other guy. All right. Nothing? Okay, I'm going to give Brandon the lead here 2-1. Uh, it's supposed to be a tie, only because you didn't bring up that they won a World Series. Max Scherzer, they won a World Series. I think the fact that Brandon really t- he said it, he didn't really like emphasize on it. The fact that Betts went to Los Angeles and did the same thing and then pretty much brought that team to a championship. He did it in Boston as well. I think that's going to give Brandon a little bit of the edge since he talked about the, the rings and you didn't so much. Uh I'm going to give it to Brand the 2-1 here. So it's going to be tied up. Uh, Brand's now going to pick what sports league now we go to here. Uh, the NHL. So we're in the NHL. This is now right here probably the deciding factor because I don't even have somebody in my mind that is consistent the last five years. So this is going to be the biggest talking point. You really got to convince me here. Uh, so leave everything out there. So this was a really interesting one. Can I talk first? Oh, okay. I thought you were going in. Sorry. This is a really interesting one for me. There was a lot of players I wanted to choose from, but ultimately I'm going to choose Alex Ovechkin as mine. Okay. Uh, I did Sidney Crosby. Okay, okay. So the two guys I thought we were going to see. I really thought someone would make the David. I was like, was he was he, my second on the Was list. he even in the Same, league that second. long? Okay. But so, yeah, that's his problem. 16, he wasn't quite established yet. I mean, he did win the Hart, Pierce, and Ross trophy, so. 
Yeah, but 15 also is what we have to count because we don't count this year. Brent, go ahead. All right, so what do you think of Alex Ovechkin? You think of the goals. This And the last five years, his stats have just gotten better. He ages like fine wine. So 2016 to 17, I didn't do 15. I'm including this year. I don't really care. Uh, he, 2016 to 17, he had 35 goals, 36 assists, was obviously 69 points. A plus minus, which I actually really think is an important stat because it shows how much you're contributing on the ice and what the team, how many goals you get. And the defense that you play, he has a rating of plus minus of six, plus six there. And he went to the All-Star game. Uh, no other awards there. 2017 through 18, 49 goals, 38 assists, which obviously 87 points. He had a plus minus of plus three again, so obviously he's up there. He was an All-Star. He won the Rocket Richard Trophy, which if you don't know, it's the most goals out of every most person with the most goals gets a trophy. Also won the Conn Smythe, who was the best player in the NHL Finals, which we all know they won the Finals that year. They beat a Las Vegas Golden Knights team. 2018-19, he had 51 goals, 38 assists, 89 points, of a plus 7. So getting better with the plus-minus year, he was all-star, and he also won the Rock Richard Trophy again that year, which is the most goals. 2019-20, goals, 19 assists, 67 points. He was an all-star, and again, the Rock Richard Trophy, 2017-2020, all those, he had the most goals in the league, and he was getting older, too. It's hard to maintain that at an NHL level, getting older with this game we know is getting younger people are coming in, faster skaters, more talented players. He also, through that uh, time period, led the league in power play goals. And then I include this year, 2020, 2021, he has six goals, 10 assists, 16 points so far. So earlier on the season, you'd expect a little more on the goal side from him. I just think when you think of consistency, Alex Lovechkin, unlike like Sidney Crosby, Sidney Crosby has a better, I think, the, all those years, the Cups, the better team around him, Ovechkin. Had a little less to work with, but I think putting the pucks in the back of the net is something that a lot of people care about nowadays, and getting the Rocker Charge every three years in a row is something really special to do. Okay, uh, this is going to be a tough one for me here. Uh, Passing to Jackson. So for Crosby, you mentioned he did lead, help his team out very much, winning in 16 and 17 is a very big part of that. In the 2016 season, he led the league in goals. His plus minus, like you brought up, was plus 17. The year before, and I'm counting 15 to last year because I didn't want to count this year, a plus 19 in goal differential. And then 2018-19 season was plus 18. So he's constantly up here. Every year, he's always up in the goals. He's up in the assists, up in the point leaders. He's winning awards. He's doing whatever he, he, his team needs. Yes, Ovenchkin has constantly won those awards, but I feel like Crosby is the sole heart of their team. He's always making them get, and he's brought them to the cup twice, won them it twice. He plays a lot of games. That's a very important thing. In 2017-18 season, he led the league in games played. This may not seem so big, but just being there for your team when they need it is very important. And it's plus or minus throughout these five-year span. It's plus 40-something in the five years, and that is very, very impressive to be on the on the ice for those many plus goals. Why Crosby over Ovechkin? He said why he picked Ovechkin over Crosby. Why Crosby over Ovechkin? Because, like you mentioned, the plus or minus, I feel like Crosby's plus or minus was very more big, and I feel like that's the most important stat for hockey. Okay. Can I add something? Yeah. Uh, to be fair, with Ovechkin, uh, Crosby, at the time when they were winning these cups and doing good, he had Evgeny Malkin on that team. He had the best defenseman at the time at Crystal Tank. He had the best goalie at the time in Mark andre Fleury. The division they're in, I think they – I don't know if they both play in the Metro. I'm not sure. I think they do. They but do. Uh, same division, obviously. But I think when you look at Alex Ovechkin, he's – Wayne Gretzky said himself has the best shot he, of anyone he's ever seen to break his goal record. And he's the most consistent player out of his last five years to do it. 
the goal is not to decreasing at all. They're actually increasing. His team hasn't been all that good. I mean, the what they won the cup that year, but other than that, it's really been all him. Man, it's tough. Uh, I think I'm gonna lean Brand two one. I just think he gave me a little more than just the point differential. Like you just were really just talking about the point differential. Uh, Brandon really talked about how Ovechkin won a cup as well uh, during that time span. It's very close, but I'm just going to leave Brandon for 2-1 here. Uh, just because he brought more and he brought Wayne Gretzky, he brought up why Ovechkin's better and more consistent by someone would want him on the team more. Uh, and he bashed Crosby too, so didn't really Yeah, wait, uh, w- did Crosby win any awards, like personal awards at that time? Um, I could check. I'm I mean, sure he did. Three in a row, Rocker Shark Trophy is hard to well, do. Well, he won it in 2016, so. No, I'm not talking about the cup. No, the he said he had the most goals in 2016. So he won the Rocker Richard? Yeah. Yeah, 2016 was the one he won. When they won, did, did he win the Conn Smythe in any of them? The, the cups they won? Uh, let me check. I would assume so. I'm just yeah. making sure. Uh, when they figure this out, Jackson go la- first here in the last one in the NBA. He'll take first pick here. This is an interesting one because I don't know. It sounds like they're Jackson might go LeBron here. I don't know who Brand picked. Like this he might w- make or break him. But he won the Con Smith in sixteen and seventeen. Uh, yeah, that's what I figured. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Uh, so it's Brand's up by one. No, he's up by two. It's two one. I think one. Three one. Yeah, he's up by one. So, Jackson can win and tie here. And if we tie, then I'm going to look at overall list, see who has the better overall list, and that will be the deciding factor as well there. So, Jackson, who do we got? I'm seeing LeBron James. Okay. Brian? Russell Westbrook. Wow. Okay. I really thought, if you want my opinion, who I thought we were going to hear today. I thought we were going to hear James Harden. I thought we won one, just because the scoring is always there. Uh, and I thought you would really bring up Giannis. You I was know? thinking, yeah, it was Giannis and LeBron. Okay. But when I looked at the stuff, I figured LeBron's a better option. Jackson, let me hear your take on LeBron James. So we'll start off with the with the awards. NBA champion, 2016 and 20 Finals MVP in both of those. He has gotten MVPs, but he's been All Star every year. All Star Game MVP 2018, All and All NBA First Team 2018 and 2020. He does it all. We know what LeBron does. He's led the league in minutes played. He's always there. This past season, he wasn't always there, but that's the one issue he's ever had. He's always playing the games as he's led the league in games played. His field goal percentage, when I look compared to Giannis, has always consistently been better. And his three-point percentage has always consistently been better. Probably at the line, too. Yeah. Actually, at the line, it was very close. He was a little worse, actually. Oh. But barely. I feel like that's the smallest thing. Three-point and two point LeBron could do it all. He's we know what he do, he could do for uh playmaking. He's always up there in assists. He's always he hasn't led the league many times in all these categories, but he's constantly top 5 every year and he's very consistent in these categories. He could take his team to the to the finals and you could and you're not he's not a player you say, "Oh, other players helped him." He's that player that led that team to the finals and that's why he gets the finals MVP. All right, uh, a little shocking pick for me. Yeah. Uh, so I'll start off 2016-17, Russell Westbrook. Monster, monster, monster year. 31.6 points per game, 10.4 assists per game, 
10.7 rebounds per game, all-star, all-star MVP, and he also won MVP that year. That was, if I'm not mistaken, the first year without KD after leaving. I know everyone, LeBron's a great player, I know that, but let's not act like he didn't have a great player alongside him when he won the chip. I mean, he's a great player, but for Russell Westbrook to do that after he lost a top three player in the NBA, to win, to go out there and win an MVP, his, he brought his team to the playoffs that year. I think they went to seven games with the Rockets. I think they ended up losing, but the Rockets were really good back then. For someone like Russell Westbrook to do that, it's crazy. Uh, 2017-18, 25.4 points per game, 10.3 assists per game, 10.1 rebounds per game in an all-star. That's another averaging triple-double. The year before that, I forgot to mention, he was the first player, I think, ever in a while to average a triple-double in a season. And he, of course, got that in the game-winning shot against the Nuggets as time expired. 2018-19, he averaged 22.9 points per game, 10.7 assists per game, 11 one rebounds per game and an all-star so three years in a row right here we have an average of triple double for russell westbrook he's doing it by himself i know he went into houston he had uh james harden it was weird there i don't really think that that was a good fit for him uh 2009 to do 20 27.2 points per game seven assists per game 7.9 rebounds per game and then an all-star not a triple double this year this was his first year i believe in houston which was last year the year before that he was in Oklahoma City, and we know Oklahoma City, what happened there. It was really a, a dumpster fire. They had Paul George, who they traded away, and they left him. It was weird there also. This year, I included he has 19.7 points per game, 9.7 assists per game, and 9.7 rebounds per game. He's coming alive recently for the uh, Wizards. They've been on a pretty good streak recently. They got Westbrook back. He was hurt in COVID problems. They're playing good. I think Russ Westbrook can do the consistency. His points per game are always there. His assists are always there. His rebounds are always there. He can distribute the ball in any uh, way and aspect, like LeBron James does. Uh, also, like LeBron, the past five years, he's been an all-star. I just think that he's doing more with less than LeBron. Uh, he doesn't really have that go-to guy. I mean, now he does in the Wizards, but before that, he really didn't have much. Uh, so that's why I chose Russ there. Okay. Obviously, he's resume to stack up to LeBron's, but okay. I just think when you look at the... Uh, what are these called? Stats. Accolades. Stats. Uh, triple doubles three years in a row. It's kind of hard to do in the NBA. Does anyone have anything to say about each player? Well, one thing I didn't say about my player also, LeBron, we know what he's done for the NBA, but in general, 2018 and 2020 AP Athlete of the Year, Citizen, Citizenship Award in 2017. I think being a great teammate is very important also. We've seen a couple problems with Westbrook occasionally. Yeah, but that's not like consistency, like. That's just like an all around type of, of player. Well, consistency on the court, like we're talking about consistency on the court, not really off the court. Okay, this should be tough here. Uh, anyone got a anything against the whole person's list? Anyone want to say anything about the other person's list or about your list or why your list stacks up better, why their list is worse? I mean, I could give you an, yeah, an overall. Like, I think Aaron Donald, NFL, He's I think he's the overall. We've seen what he does. He sets a limit where if he doesn't do good, it's still great for against other people. Max Scherzer, what he does with the whip, I think is the most important thing. The walks at printing pitch is the most important stat leading at three in the five years. LeBron James, not much to say about him. We know what he's done. Then Sidney Crosby leading his team twice and him being the main factor of why his team did so great, helping them out. Yeah, so... I kind of think we're getting a little away with Jackson's list. He has the big names, but I really focus in on the consistency. If you listen to the stats, 
the consistency definition really backs it up. I mean, look at Zeke, the most consistent offensive player we've ever we've seen in the last ten years. There's no doubt about it. Besides Tom Brady, of course, with the accolades. But when you look at the stats, Zeke Elliott's there. Mookie Betts is not even a question. I think he's more consistent than Max Scherzer. He's probably a, he's the t- a top three player in baseball easily. I mean. Like Josh said, he went into the NL. He proved that he can do the AL and NL. I think NL has uh, more competition. Uh, the goal, He's won the Silver Star and Gold Glove the last five years, at least one of them. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then for hockey, I really think Ovechkin, best goal, one of the top two goal scorer ever of all time behind Wayne Gretzky. I think for him to go up in goals each year, getting older is extremely hard to do. We see Cedric Crosby the last couple of years. He's gone a little bit dependent on other people trying to make up for his lack of speed and stuff like that and to win the Rocket Richard Trophy three years in a row is really hard to do and that for us Westbrook obviously is a matchup to LeBron James but again you look at the consistency idea and he's there with all of his stats his points per game his assists his all-stars his MVPs I think the true consistency is with my list other than the big names that Jackson has I do want to say, I know I do have big names, but these big names have the consistency. It's not like just because they have their big names is why I picked them. I picked them because of why they're consistent, and I showed exactly why they were. All right. I'm going to take a little thinking to myself here. You guys talk about whatever you want. Uh, I'm right. just going to look it over personally in my head. I'll be like two seconds. I just want to count it without you two staring at me. Uh I don't know if I should leave the room or something, but... Uh, How's that team you picked a while ago, Brandon, doing now? Do you know? You checked uh, on them? Remember that college basketball team you picked? Oh, what you were talking uh, about earlier? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. You gotta find them. For NFL, I wanted to do Antonio Brown so bad. You was just that can't. Last year? The last two years. No, I think he would have been... Last yeah, year. a great pick. Oh. I would have picked him if I could have. But you just can't with those two. Wow. Okay. Uh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ha, ha, ha. Okay. So I had the winner for nine eight, nine eight in points. Uh, I think you both. It was very close, actually very close. It was an eight eight tie, and I had to come up with another reason to give someone a point. So I did. Um, break it down. I gave Dow three points. Uh, at the end, I gave Zeke only one. I just feel like uh, one. I just feel like Don was a clear choice, and I, I don't know. I, maybe it's the Cowboy, but I just I'm not a Zeke oh. fan. Uh, I get it. He did the great things last year. Was a poop year, uh, for me in my head. I just think there. Uh, I gave Bet three points. Uh, Scherzer, I gave one. Okay, so there's the tie again. Um. I just think I just think uh, the better choice was Degrom, and maybe the better choice was Trout than Betts. I just think Betts, you know, the wings, the rings. I think was the better pick for Ovechkin and Crosby. I did two two. Uh, I tied it two two. Oh, uh, so it was tied. It, that's where the tie was. It was two two tie. I just think they're like the same. It's the same. Like no one would want one or the other. It was the same. Uh, so it came down to Westbrook and James. I had one one for a while. Uh, it was a tough one, and obviously LeBron is LeBron James. But I, I no one really didn't bring up that he was injured one whole year. Uh, that was a problem. But the reason why I gave Westbrook an extra point. This is oh the only reason. God. The only reason. 
because he talks about how he did it even without losing KD and how that right there to me speaks consistency. Uh, that he had his monster year when he lost arguably one of the best players in the league in uh, Kevin Durant. And he stayed consistent. And he still averaged a triple-double after leaving the Thunder, uh, going to the Rockets. Because well, he's going to be the main focal point. So you do everything yeah, so is LeBron. I just feel like uh, we know what LeBron can do. And I think when he read Westbrook's stats, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit. And I think that's what Brand's been preaching this whole time about how it's not about the player, it's about the stats. And I think you went with more of the player. Which well, I brought is, up the stats. Yeah. But I think LeBron was too obvious of a choice that uh, it hurt him in the end. Maybe. Maybe that was it. But I just, you know, I just think LeBron, obviously consistent with us players, but maybe, he, you know, he had a little lull in there in the beginning. And there was a point where Russell Westbrook was thought of to be one of the best players. He won an MVP uh, when he averaged a triple-double. So consistent in the last five years. Going off what Brand said, how it gels with the whole list, I think Westbrook just fits his list very well and much better than LeBron James fits uh, Jackson's list. I think Jackson just won the best player like James Crosby. Donald is just kind of the best player uh, in their sport. Now, Jackson did have a chance really to win. I, if he would have bashed Elliott a little more, I think he would have won. Um, and I think if you just brought up more statistics with Crosby, just more of a... Yeah, I figured hockey was my tough spot because I don't know anything mm. before last year, so it's all research-based. Yeah, if you would have brought, brought up more uh, why he's better than Ovechkin, and then James, I just feel like there wasn't enough. Like, there wasn't enough to go off of. Like, I get it, he won athlete of the year, but I think to LeBron James, when he has a like low year, which he did, in the last five years, I think that's really bad. Like, that's really bad for him. And to say consistent as LeBron James isn't as easy to be a consistent Russell Westbrook. Does that make sense? And I just think uh, the overall talking point for Brandon, the overall list was better uh, for Brandon. So, I lean Brandon 9-8. But it was very, very close. Uh, when Brandon said Russell Westbrook, I really thought Jackson you won. I'm going to be honest. I was like, okay, Jackson won. But then, Brandon started bringing up the triple doubles. And I was yeah, like, you know what? what he's thought. right. Like, that is consistency. Uh, and, yeah, I think he talked his way into this one. So, I think Brandon's going to win here. Uh, on the pod. Congratulations. You get to make it. Jackson. It was good a great game. game. Yeah. Jackson, you're getting closer. Uh, oh, that NHL, really. I just think you need to. Man. Yes, it did. But I just think you need to, like, just talk a little more. You know? Mm-hmm. Just uh, bring up. Everything you possibly can. Because if you would have brought more about Zeke, more about Crosby, more about even LeBron, I think you would have won uh, pretty easily. But the volume just wasn't there. Like a fight, the volume wasn't there. And Brand connected his whole list. You know, it's not about the players, about the stats. And, you know, I think overall it just connected better than your list was kind of all over the place. So that, that's kind of the tiebreaker. So it's not really a tiebreaker to Westbrook, it's more a tiebreaker to his whole team, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian's gonna be judged. I don't know if you have a. No, I don't. He know. doesn't. Okay. Brian has a single win. Me and Jackson will do it Wednesday, next Wednesday, on the pod. So it was Friday today. I'm gonna ask Jackson if we have some lines. We have at least one game. At least one. Texas Tech, two and a half to Texas. Well, let me just go down the list. And that's and see it. If we have everything. No, that's that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. Are you serious? It's five o'clock and they don't have it. I know. What the hell is that? You want to do the makeup lines or post? Uh, we're at the post here, yeah. but. 
Maybe we'll just post like little later after the show. Like as instead of posting out, at like as soon as they come out, we we'll post. post at like eight. Yeah. Well, let's just most you want to just save the Texas Tech attack one, or do you want to? Nah, say we could do Texas Tech. All right. Well, let me just look here. Uh, so this is Saturday, correct? Yes. Yes. My Saturday for some reason takes forever to load. Uh, this is not Saturday. That's Friday. Saturday. James Madison's losing, by the way. Okay, Michigan yeah, and Indiana, you don't have, correct? I all I have is Texas Tech. Texas okay, Texas, Texas Tech. What do you got? Texas Tech two and a half. So Texas Tech's minus two and a half here. Uh, that's what we're picking. Um, you want to start? Sure. Yeah. Um, Saturday at twelve p.m. CBS fourteen six fourteen eight. It's a fourteen versus eighteen game. Big game. Big twelve. Go ahead. I've bounced back on both these teams a lot, but I think a lot off of recency. I'm going to go with Texas. They got a nice one off of Kansas just the uh, last Tuesday. Texas Tech coming off against some tough opponents. Oklahoma State, they lost Kansas. They lost and West Virginia. I think Texas is putting better basketball together right now, and I think they could pull out this upset. I think they could win. This is going to be the fade train. I've been fading uh, Texas in these ranked games a lot. The last time I West Virginia panned out for me, so I'm going to do it here again. I'm going to take Texas Tech minus 2.5. Uh I think they're a better team, and they're at home, so I think that's big. Uh, and I'm curious to see where Brand goes, because this is two of his more favorite teams, I think. So, I'm actually going to go with Texas here. Texas Tech beat them last time on a buzzer beater. I think that is... Wait, did Jack pick Texas? Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think after the buzzer beater loss, I don't think Texas is going to let that happen again. I think they got to win here. You guys... Oh, yeah, McClung hit the buzzer beater. You guys have been consensus the last two days in, in, in college basketball. Yeah, and it's not NBA planned. today. I promise you, it's not planned. I just want I just want the viewers know that. Uh, that's crazy though. Honestly, you guys are that alike. Like Jesus, get a room. All right. Uh, well, they're they're right. So you don't have Illinois, Wisconsin. No. No LSU, Arkansas. No. No. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Nothing. And of course, no Indiana. You want Mercer, Michigan. West Carolina? That's what I got. Yeah, what's the line for that one? Mercer six. Oh, like, I hate Mercer. Mercer against the spread. I always see people on that, and it pisses me off. I never man. touched Mercer. I think once I've touched them ever. I don't think they're that good. Should uh, we pick the Fan Control Football League tomorrow? The what? We should. The Fan Control Football <laughs> on League? On Twitch? Yeah. I'll set up my Roku stick. We'll watch it. Perfect. Uh, that well, is let's g- make an account and pick the plays. Or you gotta get verified a little bit, like go through a level or something. I don't even know. It's weird. Pick the plays. Uh, you could be a ref. Really? Like... On challenge, you could call a play. Like, if you think that was a catch or not, or whatever the situation is. Wow. But again, you got to be verified to a certain point. Okay. Uh, interesting. Uh, if you watch that, God bless you. Because uh, I don't. Johnny Manziel. Um, Johnny Manziel t- said Josh Gordon should get over to the league also. Who? Josh Gordon? Uh, yeah, he said Josh Gordon should get over. Why would he ever do that? They can smoke together before the game. Probably. Yeah, they you ever watch Manziel's podcast? He's, like, high the whole time. It's, like, right. actually kind of funny. I've never seen it. Uh, I don't know if it was his podcast or his guest star on a podcast, but they were both high, so it was funny to watch. But interesting, yeah, that is gonna do it here for the show. Uh, good debate show, good show. We got a couple picks for college basketball at the post later, so be on the lookout for that on the Instagram at the underscore breakdown podcast. Please subscribe, drop a review, read the reviews on the pod, so it helps us so much. We know uh, you're you want to be uh, a little community we want to build, so that would be great to see. Uh, that's gonna do it. I've been Josh Wissey, the host, uh, and the judge today. Sorry, Jackson, that you brand the win. I just feel like you just got to talk a little more. Bring up a little more. Do a little more research. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think brand came prepared with papers. And, so. don't, and yeah. don't be afraid to trash his player. Like, if you were to trash Zeke, if I you were to trash, trash Zeke, you would have won. 
I said, well, like, what exactly stuff? Because I the said fumbles. Because he was like, oh, he, his bad year wasn't that bad of a year. And I was like, yes, it was. Yeah, and I didn't focus you didn't on even that. say anything I said, about like, that. Because I said, oh, I hate running back. Like, they're just not a great part to be a part of anything. Which like, is true, but you should have bashed why Zeke was bad. Yeah, I didn't point out that bad season, yeah. But how he was pretty much benched the other year for Pilar. That was but, a very weird situation, yeah. Whatever. Uh, that's going to do it. Jackson, hit him with Adios. Adios. I won trivia again today. I like three out of four. And yeah. The fourth one was you. So yeah. Brandon's been in a slump. Uh, Brandon doesn't get to say anything because he annoys me. Uh, he will be judged. So he'll give us a topic soon. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe Tuesday. We'll see. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. Uh, we'll see. See you guys.